My name is Phil Mendoza, and this is a championship bow hunting podcast fueled by Mountain Ops. Join me and my guests as we give you bow hunting tips to take your preparation to the next level. Welcome back to the podcast. This is episode 44. I'm going to start off today's episode by sending a shout out to show sponsor Mountain Ops. Make sure you check their full line of products out, including the Conquer Fitness Program uh, and all the supplements and, and other gear that they they have on their website right now. Uh, it's at GetMountainOps.com. So last episode, we, we talked with Tim Gillingham on arrow features and, and certain characteristics of arrows. Today we have Tim Gillingham back on the show, and we're going to touch a bit on tournament archery. I, I truly feel that tournament archery is one of the biggest things that's helped me grow as an archer and a bow hunter. And I'm going to get Tim's take on that in addition to talking about a few other uh, elements within the, the competition world of, of tournament archery. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into the show. So we want to welcome Tim Gillingham back to the show. We've had Tim on a, a previous episode talking about uh, building arrows and, and some of the features and characteristics of veins, knocks, and so forth. But, Tim, welcome back to the show. How's it going, Phil? Good, man. So, um, you know, with with talking to, to bow hunters and, and encouraging people to consider the whole ball of wax when it comes to being proficient with your setup and your gear and everything else, the aspect of being a better shooter uh, is is very important. It's very you know it's at, it, it's usually at the top of somebody's list. They want to become a better archer, and in my experience of of my growth as a bow hunter and continued growth, the thing that where I, the area where I took the biggest steps is when I really got into competitive archery and started challenging myself against other people, and and just putting myself in that situation. And Tim, you being one of the best shooters in the world, shooting 3D and 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 all all other you know dots whatever the game is it seems like you don't back away from anything tell me a little bit about you know your your growth as an archer and and where you feel tournament archery you know falls into place with with the growth of of any archer well um you know phil tournament archery has always been a love of mine i've always been just an ultra competitive person i i enjoy a challenge i enjoy all types of archery from you know pop-up tournaments to indoor to outdoor they all teach you a little something different, you know. Indoors teach you discipline. It teaches you these little micro things that you do or don't do correctly. You see a a distinct difference in the impact point, and it's just measured very intricately. Um, even though it's boring, even though the scoring system is is uh, you know not conducive to a lot of fun, uh, it you know in practice it really teaches you those finite things in your form. You know, conversely, you know, pop-ups teach me how to set a bow up to where I can load quickly, shoot quick, you know, and, I, you know, when in, when I shot ESPN outdoor games and I and I shoot pop-ups here and there, I, it teaches me how to, how to load fast and shoot slow and shoot in a rhythm. And, you know, I get an arrow off very quickly, very accurately on an animal just and off of pure natural instinct from some of the stuff I did there. You know, and then field archery. Field archery teaches me the technical aspects, and I've learned more bow hunting skills, you know, pursuing field archery and shooting uphills and downhills and long range and short range and how to sight a bow in and, 
and and deal with the slopes and and learn how to level a site and you know you learn all that stuff the hard way over a 35 year archery career and you learn how to you know to uh you know not make those mistakes again and you know so i, I just remember the when i shot my doll sheep in alaska i you know guys were telling me you're going to get shots they're going to be steep and so I'm a solution oriented guy. I'm like, well, how am I going to deal with that? I, you know, I went to the hardware store. I bought me an angle meter, you know, Kirk Etheridge had just come out with his book and I'd really never dealt with this much because most field courses are, are not really that hilly. And I just printed off the cut chart in his book and took it with me and, you know, laminated it. And it turned out it really, it really helped me. You know, I, I shot my doll sheep at 46 yards at a 55 degree slope and there's no way in the world I could have guessed and shot that thing for 23 yards like I did and killed it. So, you know, there is definitely a benefit from immersing yourself into archery. For me, it's a love affair. You know, some people, you know, don't have the time or they don't even you know, like it to that degree. You can't teach competitiveness to anybody, but there is a lot to learn from all aspects of, you know, love archery. Yeah, I agree. And, and I think that, I don't know. Many people they're afraid of <clears throat> they're afraid of failing. They're afraid of embarrassment, right? And and they don't they don't put themselves out there to compete against people, whether it's on an indoor shoot or a 3D or a field shoot, for the fear of of failure. And I don't know. I mean, I, I think that once you get past that and you just start f- focusing on learning and getting better, that. Mm-hmm. I don't know the growth. The growth really seems to accelerate at that point because you want to know why did I miss that shot when I shot it for the right yardage, and you know I I, I missed it. I hit six inches low. What did I do wrong? Well, there's so many of those little things that come about within the tournament that you start working on after the tournament. So then come hunting season, it seems like it's just such an easy transition. You know, after you've shot tournaments all year, to just get ready for bow hunting and and know that you're ready. I'm losing you a little bit, Tim. How can you hear me? I got you now. Sorry. Oh, sorry. There's a you know, there's a little bit of a you know a difference when in a hunting setup, you know, because you got to deal with broadheads and things like that that make you know, you know, you're you're it's not quite as easy. You know, your your average hunter looks at a tournament set up and thinks, wow, those guys, that's a huge advantage, you know, that I can't beat that guy. But in fact, that guy that's winning that tournament with a long stabilizer and a scope did probably win the tournament with this hunting bow or come really close. It's, you know, those types of, you know, that type of equipment just makes things slightly more accurate. So a lot of it's still the Indian, you know. Yeah, and and that's where, I don't know, I, I just encourage people to to get out there and to try it and whether it's a local shoot you start out first or, or just your local league and that kind of stuff, it's it's beneficial. If nothing else, you're, you know, most guys that shoot tournament archery, not all, but most of them, a lot of them are hunters. And, you you know, there's there's an interaction. You might learn something there. You might experience something in the field that with somebody else's setup, pick up on something. I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's just a, it's a great group of people to be around for one. But what you learn in those events, to me, like I said, it. I just feel that's where where I've gotten the most most growth uh, as a shooter. Sure. So, no. so what do you have coming no up doubt. then? Well, I mean, you tournament well, season. Well, we're headed. I'm, I'm 
I'm uh, heading down to Cedar City, Utah in the morning. It's a it's a real fun round, real technical round, a lot of good competition. There's a lot of good archers here in the Salt Lake Valley. And, uh, you know, it, and then next weekend we start the ASA tournament season. Um, you know, Holy it's been right. kind of cool. So, yeah, Foley, Alabama. I haven't really spent a lot of time judging. I haven't spent any time judging, frankly. So, you know, yeah, I left that out in the intro there. I mean, 3D archery, what it's taught me is simply that I need to use a rangefinder hunting. So everybody thinks it teaches you how to judge yard. It teaches me that I need a rangefinder. So, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's kicking off here. So it's going to be a busy season. Well, that, that's good. And before we close out, I want to get your two cents on that. I mean, there's, um, there's a lot of hype around the, the new game that, that the tournament that Levi is going to be putting up in the summer and, and it's incorporating, um, seems like what a lot of people feel are the shortcomings of some of the other organizations. And I don't say that in a derogatory way. I just say that in the, the shooters have spoken their, their opinion. And it seems like that, that format seems to be, uh, pretty exciting for a lot of people. Well, you know, it just takes a guy like Levi to take the bull by the horns because, you know, allowing the existing tournament organizations to actually make those changes, it's never going to happen. They're too beholden to their membership. And, you know, archery, you know, it just needs, you know, everybody wants their game on TV, right? And but nobody's willing to change it enough to create a product for TV, and I think that's what Levi is actually really going to accomplish with this. He's going to create a product that's actually televisable that people want to to want to watch and want to showcase, you know, extreme talent, you know, and, and it showcase. And it'll also this type of format will bring out the shortcomings in a lot of archers, and they'll start to realize that hey, there's a lot more to learn in archery that I don't know, and it's going to be an exciting format. It really is. Yeah, I'm looking forward to see how that plays out. I mean, you know, and bow hunters that are that are wanting to get into target archery. I mean, 3D now is especially on the ASA side. I mean, they're, you know, 50 percent of the people shooting ASA now are shooting a known distance class, and I really like the addition of that. I think it allows people to just, you know, shoot for the joy of shooting and not stress over yardage. And, and yardage is a big, you know, a lot of people just don't really care to do it and and they're not good at it so that's another intimidation factor shooting you know a national or even a state level 3d event you know if they go out there with their rangefinder, it's more applicable to how they're going to be hunting and uh you know it i really like to see you know and i think you're going to see a lot of asa you know then maybe the whole thing flip over here in a couple of years and go primarily to all known yardage um you know i like that aspect of it more it creates more of a game out of it um, it creates, puts everybody on a level playing field. So the guys in Michigan and Alaska can come down and compete with the guys in Louisiana. And, you know, depending, you know, I used to live in Alaska and I tried to compete with it. It was just difficult because of where I lived. And, you know, you get a foot of snow clear to April. So, you know, it, it's, uh, the sports, you know, it's morphing into, you know, what people want and, you know, it's never been a more exciting time to be an archer, and hopefully, in, in my career, we'll see it. You know, do some big things, and really, kudos go out to Levi, and you know, his stepping up to the plate and really, you know, building this, uh, you know, this event for us. And I hope him uh, tons of luck in the future, and I think he'll do well with it. Oh yeah, no, I, 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 from, from the, 
what I've been hearing secondhand from shooters that are either going to be going or, or wishing they were going, it seems like it's nothing po- but positive yet, and the first event hasn't even happened yet. So, yeah, it, I don't know. It, like I said, I, I'm excited to see how that plays out. But, but once again, Tim, good luck here with the upcoming season. We'd love to catch up with you here as, as uh, the tournaments start to unfold and, and just catch up to see how things are evolving this year. But um, good luck, and thanks for joining the show again. Well, I appreciate it. I got to do PSEs rocking and rolling, and so it's just a matter of putting in the work and, and you know, being prepared. So, uh, And then may the best man win. There you go. All right, man. Good luck, Tim. All right. Have a good one, Bill.